0: Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, DC women marching forward towards innovation.
1: There has been a huge mobilization of women in this community to to really sort of draw out the entrepreneurs, to draw out the technologists. Literally, I can look back in the last two years and like four different major initiatives come to mind.
0: We're now welcome into conversation. Lisa Throckmorton, she's chief operating officer of Speakerbox Communications. Speakerbox has celebrated its twentieth year working with startups and larger businesses, building bridges and providing information on how businesses are growing here in the DC region. Lisa, you've been part of the DC tech community, I would say, from when it was sort of the aftermath of the first internet bubble at its resurgence. You've been ground zero watching it happen. What's your view of where we are now in the cycle from the standpoint of D.C. entrepreneurship?
1: D.C. entrepreneurship, you're right, it has um, gone through multiple cycles. I think this current generation is a really exciting time for D.C. entrepreneurship. There has been so much community building and movement in the last, probably in that sort of like five to eight year range, you know, when... Coming out of a Startup Partnership for America and mm-hmm. sort of the, the birth of the regions, if you will, to kind of what has seemingly come together as D.C. tech, you know, starting with incubators and the city's involvement and the ecosystem has really taken on a life of its own.
0: I don't believe that most Washingtonians truly appreciate how Washington, D.C. region has become one of the primary places for millennial and Gen X entrepreneurship in the country now.
1: Yeah, I think that's right. I think people are starting to take notice of or have heard kind of small buzzes of things, you know, like, you know, when 1776 came into play, I think people kn- heard about it, weren't quite sure what it was. I think I think for sort of the quote-unquote outsiders of the DC tech community, I I think it's just a lack of understanding about like how a tech community is structured and what the different pieces of the ecosystem are Mm. and how investment works in those types of companies. But I think that there's been a lot of strides from the community itself to help articulate that we are largely known as a seed stage environment for Mm -hmm. startups. You know, some people look at that potentially as a ding to me, that does say that maybe we are educating people in the region. I mean, look, such a wealth of successful business people that have exited companies and um, have involvement in large corporations with innovation practices. And they're really starting to understand how to connect with the Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship community here.
0: Well, that's one of the biggest, uh, I think one of the biggest opportunities and challenges here, which is that there literally are tens of thousands of Washingtonians and People living in Montgomery County, Fairfax, Loudon, uh, Prince William, Prince George, is just around the region who get up every day and try to use technology uh, in different ways to create new businesses and, and make their way. And I think that uh, one of our biggest challenges in the region is getting the larger companies. You know, I mean, Capital One is one that's making initiative, but some of the larger companies, maybe like a Marriott or um, or Lockheed Martin or others. To really see the uh, the this emerging force in our region, and I think that's something that uh, certainly you're in the middle of with uh, Speaker Box. DC was always a place where women could come and have successful careers in government, but over the last ten years, it seems to me that we're now creating a fabric of entrepreneurship that supports women entrepreneurs that, in a lot of ways, is underappreciated. You're in the middle of that trend. What do you see?
1: I know. In the past couple of years, D.C. has emerged on the national scale, you know, in publications like Inc. and Forbes and kind of is making lists for its sort of pro-female entrepreneur environment. I think probably about two years ago, we were listed in Inc. as one of the top ecosystems for women. There has been a huge mobilization of women in this community, and not exclusive of men. There are a lot of men, too, supporting the effort to really sort of draw out the entrepreneurs. To draw out the technologists, literally, I, I can look back in the last two years, and like four different major initiatives come to mind, mm-hmm. um, which I think is a huge beacon to the rest of the country and to really to the world that this this environment here in D.C. is a strong place for women to start and run successful businesses.
0: So, what are the four or some of these? Yeah, initiatives so that come one to of the mind? ones,
1: um, and some of these I'm personally involved with, and others I, I just. I know of literally it's been this like two year surge, really. Mm -hmm. So um, the Veneta project, which started just over a year ago, and I'm on the advisory council there, you know, their mission is to spur startup growth and investment in female founders. Um, They are a national organization that launched a DC chapter and literally within this past year have become the model for their entire organization. I mean, DC has come out that strong. Um, I can tell you that, like of the networking events that I go to networking, like slash programmed events. um, It's one of the strongest in the city right now. I mean, it's got a ton of buzz because of the quality of not even just the women pitching, but the, the investors and the community that it draws. I mean, they, they formed a venture, a venture committee that's starting into this new season of Veneta, if you will, which is Mm -hmm. sort of effective now. And, NEA is involved, Revolution's involved, Kidder Capital's involved, Grow Tech's involved.
0: So it sounds to me that that, that is an, an initiative. If I'm uh, interested in a, as a, a female entrepreneur in technology, I want to know about that group. What's a, what's a group or resource if maybe I'm interested in growing a government contracting business or opening my own coffee bar or uh, my own consulting company. Where, where's the support structure to help those types of entrepreneurs?
1: Yeah, more broadly for the the coffee bar or just sort of general entrepreneurial pursuits. Um, Beacon DC just launched. Um, that's a campaign that came out of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, with it's a community based initiative, so there are um, a number of you know figureheads and names that you might recognize involved in that as well, but. Um, their goal is to make DC one of the most influential and supportive cities for women entrepreneurs. So that would be a great place to start. They they literally just launched in the past, I'd say like two months. So I think right before the holidays. So I would I would keep an eye on programming coming from from them and and their different resources and and community uh, building activities mm-hmm. on on the government contracting side or just sort of government innovation in general. Um, this is not women-centric specifically, but it's women-led, and that's um, um, Decode Forty Two. Uh, Megan Metzger, who has a lot of background from the federal government side, decided to create an incubator that helps um, that helps people interested in in doing business with the government really learn the ins and outs of of, of that environment, and is also really pairing um kind of heads of state if you will from agencies with the entrepreneurs to really understand the ecosystem and for those people to really understand what technologies are available to them a lot of what I hear usually is like okay we're you know they're gonna do a beta with us mm-hmm. you know there's just like that hesitancy of like really um, committing and so I think organizations like decode are are trying to help there be a stronger trust and connectivity out of the gate so that it's not just about these, Trials that may or may not go anywhere.
0: Well, so there you have it. This region is an important and growing one for many reasons, but one of the largest ones is it's becoming a place where women entrepreneurs can make their way and find resources. Lisa Throckmorton, Chief Operating Officer of Speaker Box Communications, thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, thank you so much.
0: For many years, Washington, D.C. has been a place where intelligent and motivated women professionals have come to grow careers in industries like law and in the government itself. Now we see a growing trend, a greater awareness that entrepreneurship is not just for the boys. It's a game and sport that everyone should play and play well. He sees a place leading the curve in innovation on women-led businesses changing the world. That's Working in Washington. See you next time.